So I'm reading an article from the New York Times and I just couldn't believe what I was reading. The Federal Aviation Administration has fielded 1,300 complaints of unruly passengers since February. The same number of enforcement actions it took against passengers in the past decade. 10 years. <laughs> and <clears throat> what is the nature of the complaints? People becoming irate and agitated after being told they have to wear a mask on an airplane. A fucking tube where there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to socially distance. I, I just, my brain can't even process this shit. What, what have we become as Americans? Or at least some of us, not all of us, but some of us. It's like these people have devolved into fucking children. Like somehow wearing a mask is the equivalent of forfeiting their, I don't know, their birthright to freedom. <laughs> it's like, whatever the fuck that means. You know, there are people that live in free societies that don't have this problem. Right now, I'm living in Taiwan. Taiwan is a free society. It is a democracy. And guess what? You can do anything that you ordinarily would do right now in Taiwan. <clears throat> but you know what? Oftentimes, you have to wear a mask in order to do it. That's the trade-off. And that's okay. People don't have a problem with that. I really feel like the nature of the problem in the U.S. is that particularly in the U.S. you're dealing with a culture that's incredibly selfish. Incredibly selfish and self-centered. You know, Asia, it's different in Asia. It's different in most of the world, but particularly in Asia, where there's more of an emphasis on the community as a whole, right? Particularly in Chinese cultures, Chinese societies, there's an emphasis on the stability of society, right? And I'm not saying that it's not important to, to <clears throat> emphasize the importance of the individual, but I also think that we've taken it to the extreme in America. You know, in America, you've got, well, you've got multiple things going on in America. You've got one of the most exploitative versions of capitalism in all the world, and capitalism by its very nature, the foundation of it is based on, it's predicated on, people behaving selfishly. 
That's what the invisible hand is that Adam Smith is talking about. The selfish self-interest of people guiding their behavior, which is supposed to make things predictable, right? So you've got that. You've got this American ideal of the rugged individualist who pulls him or herself up by their bootstraps, right? Um, you know, and these things sort of, it engenders this incredibly, incredibly selfish, self-centered worldview and perspective. And it's destroying the country. It really is. It's fucking destroying the country, really. You know, you, you can't be that selfish and have a thriving civil society. You just can't. If you want to be a part of society, if you want to have a civilization, then I'm sorry, but there are no such things as absolute rights in a civil society. There just isn't. <clears throat> you don't have the absolute right to say whatever you want to say, right? We have libel laws, right? Defamation, slander. You can't do it. You can't just say whatever you want. You can't just say, ah, you know, Joe Blow over there uh, <laughs> likes to uh, get intimate with donkeys. No, you can't say that. It's not true, right? You know, if you don't like someone, you can't just walk up to them and smack them in the face, although you may feel like it. I often feel like it, right? But you can't do it. These are some of the freedoms that you have to give up to live in a civil society. And especially in a time when you're dealing with a life-threatening pandemic, these people still can't get it through their fucking head. I, I, I'm just, I'm amazed at the level, the depth of selfishness and obliviousness. You know, <clears throat> Joe Rogan, I used to listen to Joe Rogan, right? I, mean, I, never, I never thought he was an intelligent person, but... You know, I would enjoy his conversations um, for his guests. More, less, less for him than for his guests, right? Um, and sometimes, he, you know, sometimes he, he'll accidentally <laughs> make a good point, right? And, and I, I don't want to bag on Joe Rogan. Look, he doesn't claim to be any sort of public intellectual because he's not. Um, and it's good that he recognizes that. But at the same time, he has an incredible reach. He has an incredible presence. So when he says something, it's significant just by the very nature of the fact that he's got a, a huge audience. So when he says, yeah, if a 21-year-old, a healthy 21-year-old comes up to me and says, hey, Joe, what do you think? Should I get, a, should I get the, uh, the vaccine? And I say, no. No. 
what is it that Joe Rogan and all these other people, especially people on the right, which I'm, I feel increasingly like Joe Rogan is, is, is drifting over into the right wing. But what are all these people always talking about, especially early on in the pandemic, right? They kept talking about herd immunity. You know, I mean, I would hear people, I know people, they would say, well, you know, fuck it, you know, let's just all get it and then we'll have herd immunity. Okay, well, hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, would die in the process. And that, that, that seems to be something that's overlooked. It's such a stupid analysis. But, but the idea that we need herd immunity, it, it, that's accurate. We do need it. But how do we get there, right? Obviously, everyone just succumbing to the disease and throwing up their hands, that's, you know, that's stupid. That's not the way to do it. But you get there through vaccinations, right? And yet, they want herd immunity, but they don't want to get vaccinated. And what does it mean to get vaccinated? Does it mean because... <clears throat> Some people say, well, once you're vaccinated, then you, there's no reason to wear a mask, right? There's no reason to socially distance or, you know, take any of the precautions that we're taking right now in order, in order to protect people that are vulnerable. Well, the vaccinations are not 100%, right? You can still... You know, the vaccinations can protect you from some of the symptoms, but you can still be a carrier and pass it on of the virus. Uh, people just have a fundamental miscomprehension of what the vaccine actually does and its effectiveness. Because <clears throat> I've seen that. I've seen comments around that too. Well, people say, well, if we're getting vaccinated, then why do we need to wear a mask? I mean, Anytime I hear a discussion of the vaccinations, there's a discussion of the relative effectiveness of it, right? And that could be up to, I think, 90 or 95%. I guess it depends on which vaccination we're talking about. Well, that's not 100%. And again, that's protecting you, but that's not necessarily saying that you can't still pass it on to someone else, that you can't get it and pass it on to someone else. Um, I just <laughs> right now India remember India remember how early on India was one of the success stories you know which was relevant because of the sheer size of the country I mean we're talking about what one and a half billion people in India right it's roughly the same size as China which China's about one and a half, I mean, some say unofficially closer to two, but you know, let's just stick with one and a half. That's a lot of fucking people. That's five times as big as the US, right? And they were relatively successful in containing the virus. And what happened? Well, here's what happens. The longer it takes to quote unquote, get that herd immunity, the longer the virus is going to have to evolve and mutate and change and what's been happening. Well, 
there's at least one doctor, I was reading an article the other day, that a epidemiologist is suggesting that there's much like the UK strain of the virus, which was discovered, I think, by the same doctor and found to be much more, um, much more contagious. The same doctor is now saying that it appears that what's driving this surge, or at least partly what's driving the surge in India, is a new variant, which is more contagious. Right? I, last week, I think they reached official numbers of, um, what, 400,000 new infections in one day. And um, I think the number of dead in that one day was like 4,000. I think I think I remember this correctly. And again, those are official numbers, and some say they're undercounting the actual figures. That the figures could be two or three times higher. Two or three times higher. Can you imagine that? I mean that's that's insane. But you know, again, if this doctor is right, the same thing could happen in America. Right? The longer it takes, and, it, you know, I've been looking at the numbers, the figures, the data showing the number of vaccinations in the U.S., they're starting to dip. They're starting to go down. They're starting to level off. And we're at only, I think we're at, what are we at? Fully vaccinated right now in the U.S. is only at 35%. And that's just adults. Because I don't think the vaccine has been available for kids yet. I think today, let's see. Yeah, today the FDA, FDA is authorizing a vaccine, one of the vaccines, the Pfizer vaccine for 12 to 15 year olds. So kids haven't even been vaccinated yet. So we're just talking about adults and only 35%. That's not herd immunity, people. So... And to be fair, it's not just simply these batshit right-wingers that are anti-vaccine. There's a lot of so-called liberals that are anti-vaccine, right? I mean, this is a problem. This is a problem because the longer it takes to get whatever benchmark we need for herd immunity, 70, 80, 90%, I, I don't know, it probably depends on which doctor you're talking about, but it's got to be a hell of a, you probably need more than 35%. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess you need more than 35% of the population to be vaccinated in order to get herd immunity. Um, the longer it takes to get there, the longer the virus is going to have to continue to evolve and mutate, and who knows? You know, it could evolve into a variation that's more contagious and more deadly, right? And then we really have a fucking problem on our hands. So, you know, don't listen to dumb shits like Joe Rogan. Sorry, Joe, but you're a dumb shit. Go get vaccinated. Um... Wear a fucking mask when you're not when you're on an airplane. 
even if you're vaccinated, if you're in a, you know, uh, a dense gathering of people, you're, if, especially if you're indoors, put on a fucking mask. It's not hurting your feelings. You're still a man if you put on a mask, okay? It's not like putting on a mask is like putting on a fucking dress. You're still a man, okay? Don't get all in your feelings because you have to put on a mask. Put on your big boy pants. It's not a big deal, right? And again, it's not about you. It's about society. It's about protecting other people.